Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I am so, so stoked today. I'm bringing an incredible guest, friend, and client of mine onto the podcast to talk about a really, really important topic. And it's all about rocking your story, creating your confidence, and really stepping out of your struggle to become the person that you desire. So uh, without further ado, I have Kristen Sweeney. She is a preschool teacher. Um, And like I said, just an an amazing, amazing client of mine who has moved through joy blocks and done the work to really invite in this part of her that wants to share her message with the world. So welcome to the show, Kristen. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so happy you're here. Um, This couldn't be a better topic for our audience. And you couldn't be a better speaker for this topic because you've been through struggles and turned them into your triumphs and have really been using your voice, which we're going to talk about in a moment, um, to, to share your story, to rock your story, as you say, those are your words. Um, and I think that a lot of times people think that confidence is, is just like something that is innately there. Like, it's just like, well, I, some people have confidence and some people don't. And I kind of see another end of the spectrum. So I wanted to really dive into this with you today because uh, by the way, guys, this is Kristen's first podcast ever. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. Let's tell them, let's tell them like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about, because I, I think this goes hand in hand with, with the confidence thing. Like, how are you feeling today coming on being your first podcast ever. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> but I'm also excited. I'm excited to get my story out there, share my story. Hopefully others can hear it and um, run with it. Run with their own story and rock your story. Yeah, this is so good. This is so good. So why don't you give our listeners first a little bit of background on you and and help them understand kind of the junk that was blocking your confidence for basically 18 years. And we'll get into that. I'll let you get into that. But why, what was blocking your confidence? Let's talk about that. Why is it so important to be here today? It's so important to be here today because I felt like for years, I didn't um, use my voice. Uh, I had a voice, of course, everybody has a voice. But I didn't use it, and in not using my voice, I was pushed into people-pleaser mode, and my confidence was just down. It was shot. It was ground level, and I, I just felt like I wasn't being who I needed to be, and um, I just felt that that confidence, it it just wasn't there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Would you be willing to dive deep into, um, your disability and what, yeah. what, um, had really caused this to all kind of come about? Because I think that this is a really, really important piece of it all. Okay. So how far do you want me to go back? You take us back as far as you're comfortable. Okay. Um, well, I was in speech therapy since I was, I guess four years old. I didn't, I was a late talker. I was two years old, I believe. My mother said when I started talking, she took me to specialist and, you know, they said the, the regular doctor speak, all kids progress at their own time, nothing to worry about. But ever since my first hearing aid, I failed every single hearing aid. And nobody, nobody could put a finger on why. I had tubes in my ears and everything growing up. Um, and then when I was in school, it was just really, really difficult for me to hear, to uh, make friends. And I think that's where I lost my voice because everybody would, you know how young kids are. Even adults are like that sometimes. But they would tease me for my voice. They would tease me for my eye. They would tease me for not saying words correctly. And I just sort of went in myself like a hermit. And that's really when I lost my confidence. To 18 years later, uh, that's when I got my hearing aid. The doctors have no clue what caused my hearing loss still to this day. Uh, my hearing loss is called a cookie cutter hearing loss and mid-range hearing loss. So I can hear loud voices, loud noises. But if my back is turned to you, if you're speaking really softly, I cannot hear you at all. So... That became a problem when I was in grade school and high school. I couldn't hear the teacher. I didn't want to ask um, the teachers to repeat what they said. I was missing tons of information, tons of it. Um, and that, like I said, coupled with getting teased by my peers for my speech, I just kind of recoiled into myself and I just were in didn't have the confidence to speak up for myself. Everything was a head nod and because I just didn't have the confidence to tell anybody what I was feeling. So I just went along with everything. I feel like this is so important because I mean, this is the biggest reason and we'll get to the, the, the now in a little bit, but you know, um, when I met you, I didn't know that you had, um, had a hearing disability that you struggled with speech for a, a large majority of your your childhood development. I mean, from birth to 18 years is a massive amount of time to go through life just head nodding, but not actually hearing much of anything and not really understanding what's going on, but then being teased because you're speaking, but you can't hear yourself speak other people hear you speaking, uh, quote unquote differently. 
and and nobody really has a collective idea of what's happening. So to really go through all of this childhood development with your confidence and your light being diminished and diminished and diminished and diminished, it's no wonder that the confidence just kind of crashed. And I love you so much because uh, from the time that I met you until now, doing all the self-development work on yourself, really deciding that you're going to be a leader in this space. And I remember when we met, you said, I want to be the voice for people with hearing disabilities to make sure that everybody can everybody can get a hearing aid. Because one of the things for you too was that like you couldn't get a hearing aid because you told me that, um, tell me if this is true, that I think I heard this right. Um, hearing aids are considered a cosmetic, a cosmetic. Is that correct? Yes. I want people to hear this and know this, right? Because this is not like just go get veneers on your teeth because you don't like your smile and you don't want to get braces. This is like, you could not hear things and could not get one because insurance wouldn't cover it because it's considered cosmetic. That blows my mind to this day. Yes, that, that's correct. And I first found that out. I said to the doctor, cosmetic, what? Do people ask for hearing aids? Right. <laughs> I mean, I just see people walking around. Oh, yeah, that looks cool. Give me a hearing aid. <laughs> that's so <laughs> true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, a huge part of this, too, of reclaiming your confidence is like, you, you really, really want to change lives of others and be the champion for those that have struggled the way that you have, because this is really, uh, it just feels so not right that people are, are get, not getting their basic needs of hearing met. It seems unbelievable, unbelievable. So your junk story, uh, this is kind of your junk story, right? Um, why you started and what we, what we, what you call the confidence corner. Can you tell us a little bit about the confidence corner and where we can find it? Sure. The confidence corner was so, when that was over, I said to myself, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to keep upping my confidence game. And what better way to do that than to put it all out there, fear and everything and just do Facebook lives once a week. My personal stories my struggles, my triumphs, my fears, and everything. And uh, of course, it's confidence corner. So of course, I talk about confidence. But yeah, it's every Monday night at 6pm on my Facebook page. I love this. I love this. I think my internet got a little a little choppy there. So just in case, just in case, let's recap. Uh, oh. The reason why Confidence Corner came up is because you really wanted to let other people with hearing disabilities know that they could have a voice. And by you sharing your story, you really encourage other people to quote unquote, you use the phrase rock your story. Like every single person has a story, has a struggle, has uh, also triumphs that come out of that struggle. And so you go live on Facebook 6 PM every week to just really challenge your confidence and show others that if you can do it, they can too. Is that correct? Exactly. That's exactly right. And I'm hoping to expand this message and take it out of Facebook and maybe get a YouTube channel and, like I just said, expand my message because I think it's so important, um, as you said, to share my story 
in hopes that others will feel or not will be courageous enough to step up and say, you know what, I have a story too, and it's important. Yeah. Oh, all these stories are so important. That's why I love having guests on Cup of Joy, because I feel like somebody will hear this story, see themselves in it, or meet someone, right? I may not have a hearing disability, but in meeting you, it's made me realize like, whoa, hold on a second. What you see is not always what you think you see. What you hear is not always what you think you hear. So take the time to hear other people's stories. If something doesn't seem right or doesn't feel right, ask questions to understand and get to know somebody so that we don't get into this um, really tragic cycle of misunderstanding one another, making assumptions, making judgments. Then we get into this bullying spiral and it's just like such a painful thing. I think oftentimes our pain creates our passion and our pain creates our purpose and I really, really believe that you're a perfect example of that. Um, you know that I, I know that you have to do a YouTube channel, right? You like, you have to absolutely do a YouTube channel. There are so many people that are waiting to hear your message, be inspired by you, be motivated by you. Um, why is it so important for people to rock their story? Why is it so important? I think it's so important because, I mean, aside from getting their story out there, I think it's just so important for confidence. I think once people rock their story, rock your story, the, your confidence level is going to keep building every time you tell someone a little bit about that story. I love that. I think it builds authenticity. I think it builds like this evidence that it's possible for you to push the edges. Um, I think it allows people to live in their truth more. Because how many times, I mean, you and I both live on Instagram and on Facebook and all the things we join each other, we're in each other's company a lot. And it's a beautiful way to connect with each other, have fun, grow together, uh, learn, like the social media can be used for such a great tool, but it can also be used for so much pain and comparison and, and judgment and all these things that, that, that are, I really don't believe that's what it's out there uh, to be used for. But um, I think that if we can be the people that step up and by rock your story, it means show up, not just in your A-roll, like not just in the highlight reel, not just in the moments where life is really pretty and really good and really happy. Can we also show up in the moments where people can understand that we're human and we have hardships and that we get to come together as a result of some of the pain points that we've, that we have, that we share, because I think that we all share so much pain. We just don't talk about it. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And that's, that's another reason why I wanted to start the confidence corner with Kristen, because Oftentimes, like you said, you only see the good on Instagram and Facebook. And I I'm, look at those pictures and I'm like, uh, that's a lie. I mean, you're only showing half of what you want people to see. No, if you want to show up true to yourself and authentic, you have to show all the parts or show nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about how does one create confidence. Like, how did you go from being bullied 
and having this hearing disability and being scared and feeling frustrated and feeling not heard to like, man, enough already. I'm just, I'm going to show up. Like, how do you make that shift? Oh, that's a big question. It is. Um, you know what? Honestly, I think I just got tired of my shit. Yeah. And I just got tired of it. And I just got tired of playing small. And do I still have fear? Absolutely. Who doesn't? But I learned to push through it. And I learned that what works for me may not work for others. And what works for others may not work for me. For instance, when I get the idea in my head that I wanted to do a face, I wanted to start doing Facebook lives, I had to do it right then. And it just so happened it was on a Monday night at 6 p.m. And I said, okay, if I don't do it now, then when? I'm going to keep sitting here and not getting my story out, not getting my message out, and nobody will be able to hear it. Yes. Yes. I was like silently snapping when you were, when you were saying, you know, enough already, enough already. I'm just tired of myself. I felt like that when I was going through my divorce too, and going through my food and body stuff too. I was just like enough already. I'm tired of hating my body. I'm tired of bullying my body. I'm tired of making myself do these routines out of fear and out of hate. Like, I want to love myself again, enough already. And then with the divorce, it was like, enough already. How many days am I just going to sit isolated in a room by myself, just crying and crying and crying? Like, enough already. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I want to reclaim my joy. And that's why I program everything around joy. It's not to feel it all the time. Same for you. It's like, it's not that I'm going to feel confidence all the time, but I'm going to have the abilities to step into it when I choose to. We have to know this, right? Like we have to know that, that claiming what you desire and claiming your confidence requires some things. And I love what you said about it's not without fear. This is not without fear. You didn't show up to this podcast today. Your very first podcast ever. Fearless. I don't think that we're, I don't think that confidence equals fearless at all, at all. I think that confidence requires so much more than being, than removing fear altogether. I think it means seeing your fear, trusting yourself, surrendering into all that you're feeling, allowing yourself to be vulnerable even when you're scared, allowing yourself. And you do this on Monday nights so well, because I know we've talked about it. You've shared and you even share with your audience that it's not, it doesn't always feel easy and it feels a little scary and you do it anyways. And you share so vulnerably on Monday nights about these things that people with hearing disabilities and people without hearing disabilities need to hear these messages to really have this coming together and the support, because I want nothing more than for now that I've met you, it was never really on my radar before, but now that I've met you, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Like whatever I can do to support you, to elevate the knowledge, the understanding of people with hearing disabilities, getting through this, it's not a cosmetic thing anymore Mm -hmm. and getting doctors and, and insurance 
agencies and, and anybody who needs the gift of hearing that is paralyzed by insurance and whatever, whatever, like let's get a voice, let's get voices out there. Let's bring this to the forefront and make this happen. So, you know, confidence requires that, that deep vulnerability. And then the number one thing I think is action. Like, I don't think that you can have confidence without action. Um, action creates evidence. And if we don't like the, think about it, the only evidence that you had between four years old and 18 was this like a bullying and judging and misunderstanding. That was the only evidence. And if you never decided to shift out of that and create evidence and take action and have confidence corner and encourage people to rock their story, then you wouldn't have new evidence. And now that you have new evidence, you can break through all of these barriers. Now it's a podcast, next it's a YouTube channel, and then, and then, and then you're on stages and beyond. You know what I mean? Like, but we have to step into the scary stuff, trust, surrender, be vulnerable, and take aligned action, you know? Right, I agree. And for me personally, in order for me to take action, I have to tell people. Because if I don't tell people what I plan on doing, I'll never do it. So I have to literally, whoever whoever wants to listen, even if they don't want to listen sometimes, I tell them, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it this day and watch out because that's going to happen. Because it's the accountability. If I don't give myself accountability, I will never do it. Yes. Accountability and like integrity You're, when you claim it, you always, you know, on my mermaid mornings, we always do declare and share. It's like, I'm going to declare what it is that I want. And then I'm going to share it out for that accountability piece, that certainty piece. Like, okay, I just told people and I want to be in integrity with myself. Like you're the same way as I am. When I say that I'm going to do something, especially to someone else, it's important to keep that trust, keep that integrity and actually show up and do it. And if I don't do it, then it feels like uh, that mistrust or protector is going to pop up more and more and more because you said you were going to, and then you don't. That's why we take micro actions sometimes in the morning. And a lot of times my clients laugh at me, but I'm like, I make my bed every morning. It's a certainty practice. Like I, I, even on the days when I don't want to make my bed, it's so easy, but yet feels like so easy to dismiss as well. I make my bed every day. It's a tiny little thing that I can do to, to like tell my body, okay, I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Right. So that piece is so, so important to have those accountability checkpoints. I love that so much. What would you say to people who are trying to figure out what their story is? Oh, another big question. <laughs> Getting you all those heavy hitters today. Heavy questions, man. <laughs> my Easy on me. <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, though, I would say the thing that helped me out the most, which I just started practicing, is journaling. Mm-hmm. Journaling around what I'm passionate, passionate about. And you actually taught me this. And ask the people questions. Why am I passionate about that? And go deeper. Well, why and why? And that's what I do now with my journaling. 
well, why do I feel this way? And why do I think this came up for me? And why now? Oh, that's such a great practice. Great advice. Yeah. I mean, let's use the example of, of I want to lose weight. Okay. Well, why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to look better. Why do you want to look better? Because then I'll be more accepted. Well, why do you want to be more accepted? Because, and it just goes on and on and on and on until you get that root cause of like, well, I have to do this thing in order to get love or in order to get safety or in order to get whatever. And it's like, you already have that. We just have to commit and show up, right? Build that evidence bank. Thank you for sharing that. So it's such a good nugget. Um, What do you want to say to the folks who are listening, who are kind of blown away like I am with the fact that, you know, the hearing disability thing is not well seen, well heard and taken care of? Where can people go? to show their support for this? Well, I am actually trying to fund a uh, business around this. So people who do need the hearing aids and cannot afford them can actually get one because, I mean, that that's so important. You have to be able to hear in your everyday life um, because I know firsthand it, it if you can't hear your confidence, it sucks your confidence right out of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want anybody to feel the way I feel. I, I felt, I'm sorry, the way I felt growing up. And the, the way I felt that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see past my, my disability. And because I couldn't see past my disability, I couldn't see my work. I couldn't see anything but the disability. And in that, I was like, oh, um, I'll never be what I need to be. I want to do this and I want to do that. But I'm afraid to get up in front of people. I get so nervous and I'm afraid I'll I'll mess up and I'm afraid I'll say the wrong thing. But guess what? I'm still afraid of that. And I still show up. You just have to push through that block. And I just want people to realize before before they get in their 30s, I want them to realize when they are younger that they have a voice and they can use it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how can people support you as you begin to take on this big journey of creating this business of yours? Where can they find you if this is if this is striking a chord and they want to contribute financially or emotionally invest? Or, or connect you with other people, where can people find you to kick off that conversation? They can find me on Instagram. My handle is at XOKSweetsXO. And I, I jam on there a lot. Uh, on Facebook a lot, but I kind of use Instagram more for... Um, um, trying to gear my Instagram more towards the business side of it and keep my Facebook 
more towards the playful side of it. Yeah. And they can find you. Is it, is it Kristen Sweeney on Facebook? Is that your name there? So they can find. Perfect. We'll have all this in the show notes, but just so that people can find confidence corner on Monday nights at six o'clock as well. So are there any other little nuggets that you want to make sure you get out today? I I just want to tell people, you know what, if, if it makes you nervous and it makes you feel, I say, go for it. Go for it. I mean, because Nothing, nothing in life is easy. And if it's a big, big passion of yours, just go for it. You never know what it's going to turn out to be. I love that advice. I think that there's this difference between um, this survival fear and we'll, you'll know when you feel it. You know when you feel it when somebody strange walks by and you get this feeling in your tummy and you're like, I need to walk the other way right now, right? It's like, it's our survival brain going, something may feel unsafe here. I'm in a dark alley by myself, you know, those kinds of moments in our life. But then there's this other fear where the fear meets the excitement 50% of the way at like, like a moment like today, like doing your first podcast, like saying yes to a YouTube channel, like approaching a friend or approaching a, a, a new relationship and just like showing up as yourself without judging yourself. So there's this 50% fear and this 50% um, excitement. And when they, those two meet, we need to walk in the direction of that. Like we've got to walk down that path and go, okay, this fear is for me. This fear is for me. This fear is going to allow me to expand my capacity to grow in some way, shape or form to either grow my confidence, to either grow my uncertainty, whatever it is, this is good fear. And this is going to catapult me into something that I could probably never have ever imagined. So if you guys are looking to really take that next step, take Kristen's advice step into your fear and start to really build that evidence, build your confidence and rock your story a hundred percent. Yeah. So I have two closing questions that I ask everybody on Cup of Joy, the podcast. So I know, I mean, this this is what it is all about. Okay. So the last two questions, they're really easy. Use your intuition. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. But the first question is, what do you love most about yourself? Oh, what do I love most about myself? The person I'm becoming. Ooh, that's a beautiful answer. Yeah. If we can all just continue to love the person that we're becoming, like just be really present with her today. That is so, so good. So good. And then the last question is, what does, what does joy feel like? to you joy feels like that flip-flop in your stomach that butterfly in your stomach even even the little things even when you get a good cup of coffee and you take that first sip and it you you feel the warmth and you you just feel the warmth all around you Mm, yes fully engaging with all the senses it's like the smell of it the taste of it the feel of it the everything of it I know exactly what you're talking about it's in the simple moments of life that we can feel so much joy in our bodies ah I love this chat I love you so much I'm so proud of you for stepping up and into uh your fear and excitement and leading with confidence today thank you for being an inspiration to everyone who needs a voice. You're just an incredible human being. And and I treasure, I treasure our relationship so much. 
But thank you, Heidi. I love you too. And thank you for having me on for my first ever podcast. This was an awesome experience. Yes, yes, yes. You guys make sure you go to um, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, even your Alexis will say it these days. Audible has it. You can find us anywhere. Leave us comments. Leave Kristen and I comments about what you loved, what you want to hear. Make sure you check her out on her platforms and really support folks with hearing disabilities and rocking your own story, finding your own confidence. So thanks so much, love. I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy, the podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.